This week on Media Delta, the adventures of Lolo. Wait, what? Hello, welcome to a special April Fool special of Media Delta. Uh, today we are discussing uh, a thing that is based off of a favorite of mine. It's the thing that I named myself after. Uh, it's great because when I would uh, look for like the Game Boy game to pop up on eBay, I would get uh, like, oh, there is a there's a movie that's called The Adventure of Lolo. And I looked into it. And in fact, it is a movie that is called The Adventure of Lolo, The Penguin. Yes, today we are discussing Adventure of Lolo, The Penguin. Does not have anything to do with the game. It just is named the same. In certain regions, because apparently this movie is also, uh, in some releases, was called Scamper the Penguin. But yes, this is in fact a movie that has to do with penguins. So, uh, I was not the only one who watched it. Uh, so, who I have with me, uh, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Axe, and I'm here to help conserve the penguins. I'm Portable Stove, and halfway through the movie I realized it was a Lala, and it was the mom. Uh, hi, I'm Torpid Typus, and I am here for causing long-lasting ecological damage for the sake of killing a few men. Yes, indeed. So yes, uh, Adventure of the Lola the Penguins actually kind of interesting in terms of a production uh, standpoint because uh, this is a joint Japanese and Soviet production. Um, so this was done by, uh, I believe the person who was heading it was like one of the heads, like the founders of Tatanoko. A pretty big uh, anime house. Uh, also, I I can find the um, actual house um, that did this, but is in fact uh, a Russian uh, develop or Russian animation house during the uh, reign of the Soviet Union, uh, 1988. To be uh, this actually originally was released in probably Japan in 1986. Um, so yeah, the uh, I believe it is. Uh, Soyet's house or Soyet's film, I believe, was the name of the house. I probably would pronounce that wrong anyway because I am not super familiar with uh, Russian uh, pronunciation. Uh, anim animated by, okay, I got it here. Soyet's Multifilm, uh, which is S O Y U Z M U L T F I L M, all one word. Uh, yeah, I'm, that's about as close as I'm ever going to get. Uh, but yes, this has a very interesting art style. Uh, we do not see many Soviet animated films over here. Though granted, that probably has things to do more politically than quality-wise. Um, but yes. Whatever uh, do you mean? Yeah. Um, right during the heyday of the Cold War. So yeah. Um, but yes. Uh, so let's go ahead and just get into this. Um, Got five questions to answer this time, so let's start with our normal starting one. So, Max, uh, what was your general impressions? Is there any particular element you'd like to bring up? So, um, I got to be honest. When the the intro credits started rolling, I didn't have very high hopes for this. I was just expecting this to be pretty trashy, and I actually found myself enjoying it quite a lot. Actually, uh, aside from a couple of things, which we are definitely going to touch on, like. Overall, like, it looked really nice, and, you know, voice acting seemed all right. Um, I gotta say, uh, the first thing that struck, stuck out to me was that there's a very little soundtrack, especially in scenes where there probably should have been a soundtrack, some kind of, some kind of, like, musical sting going on, uh, particularly where the, uh, they meet, uh, the dog for the first time. Um, but what I would really like to call out... <laughs> Is how the ending just straight up goes into watership down territory, <laughs> yep. and just everybody's fucking dying and sh getting shot, and there's blood everywhere. And Jesus Christ, I was not prepared for that. Yeah, that ending kind of comes right out of nowhere. Um, Once again, though, the best part is the fucking scientist cracking an iceberg, like like one of the, the ice sheets, and having it collapse onto a bunch of fucking poachers. Well, it creates a wave that kills everyone. 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 
There is no one that's surviving, including that dog that was on that ship. That dog is fucking dead. dead. Oh yeah. no, I didn't even think about that. Oh shit. <laughs> you ruined Stove's day, you monsters. But just know that that's why I did that's what my intro was was uh, Futurama when they shoot shoot at the penguins during the oil spill episode. Cause like just we, it's just this bizarre like pseudo educational film mixed with you know, it feel it has that feel of like a, a classic Disney f- movie. In just oh, okay. terms of animation and pacing. So the thing is, it's important to remember, like folks mentioned that this was a series of, of like direct to video things. Yeah, it was a three It wasn't part just of one, it was like three of them, I think. Yep, yeah, three of them. And so like the first one was like strictly educational. I don't even remember the second one because I was so fucking bored. But the third one is just this entire weird little self contained story. Because the yeah. first, the first one is like, oh yeah, you know these penguins, they they live in the this area, and then a bunch of birds come in, and you know finding Nemo, everything. It was, it was March of the Penguins before March of the Penguins, really. Yeah, pretty much. And then the second one is uh, Lolo meeting up with, and the thing is, we we talk how this has nothing to do with it, but there, oddly, some parallels, like. The the two the two main penguins Lolo and I forget what the other penguins uh, name is Pepe it's Pepe Pepe, Pepe. both are similar <laughs> colors to Lolo and Lala yeah because they because there is a Lala it's just the mom it's the mom and then I know it's just a minor thing I know it's a reach but in the second film when they're on the boat they are pushing blocks and the emperor penguin does do a half half square push so. Uh, God. It technically counts. Well, also, if you're going to tie it to video games, there is there was also the video game Pengo that was also yeah. there. It was about a penguin who literally pushed ice blocks. But non- it is, nonetheless, yes. It, is, it was amusing to me, at the very least, to see just sort of a tangential kind of relation to it. Because you were just like, this has nothing to do with it. I'm like, no, I see some things that kind of actually do accidentally, I'm sure. But yeah. Yeah. It's it's um, a nice film. Series of films. Alright. Uh what about you, Stuff? So like, um I'm not necessarily as glowing. I thought the movie was okay. Like I I was joking before when I said that after uh I was bringing this up that after the Legend of Zelda, man, are we gonna watch anything that's like not the absolute drizzling shits anytime soon? <laughs> well, at least me, because I'm always on for these like really weird ones, but <laughs> Um, this was fine. Um, I, l- I actually kind of like the int- the animation. It's interesting because I don't, you know, kind of as you said, we don't typically get that many uh, Soviet animated movies on our end. Um, that being said, there was the uh, flow of the movie in terms of, oh, here is Lolo. He's going off to go get in trouble. Uh-oh, he's in trouble now. He made it back and he's chewed out. Oh, no, there goes Lolo. He's off on another, he's off to get in trouble again. Um, up until the ending, where of course uh, they get poached, and oddly enough, I feel like this movie fits under um, what I would like to call a genre of unoffensive children movies about animals. Essentially, like your free willies and your, uh, I guess in this case though, um, like Watership Down, where everybody dies at the end. I guess my, my favorite well, Easter movie. Yeah. Well, to be. More specific, because, I, of course, I'll take this stance because I really am a Richard Adams fan. Uh, this actually does have quite a... That ending scene actually has a lot of parallels to Plague Dogs, uh, which is <laughs> uh, a movie in which, spoilers for a however old book and even, like, not as old movie, but still, um, basically where two dogs that are carrying the bubonic plague in a fox <laughs> are just being hunted down by the British army. Great. Um, okay, but, but tell me about the ketchup cannon. Yeah, the, the ketchup cannon's different because uh, there is no scene in this movie in which uh, Lolo walks up to a friendly hunter uh, who then steps on a shotgun and shoots the, fun- uh, the hunter's face off. That is something that happens in the Plague Dogs. Good oh, grief. yeah. I remember reading about that fucking uh, ages ago. It's a shame that there's no Plague Dogs game because I'd like to cover that. But anyway... I mean, we um, could just do it for the sake of doing it. You know, at some point, I have a feeling that's going to eventually happen. But Great. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, like, 
it I would say more so probably Scamper because I've I've never uh, seen that either. This is the first time I've seen Adventures of Lolo, of course. Um, mm-hmm. I imagine Scamper is a little. I believe I read that it's a lot more uh, censored <laughs> in so, content. Uh, on Wikipedia, there is a list of deleted scenes. I wonder what Which, scene might possibly be deleted out of that. Um, oddly enough, the okay, yes, they do mention the basically all the scenes in which penguins get graphically shot. <laughs> like it's it's so like to set that scene up real quick. The one penguin jumps on the hunter's gun and he tries to shake the damn thing off. And finally he does. He just takes aim and pops it and just a gush of blood. And I'm just sitting there like, are you shitting me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I mean, I can just read, read the list right here because it's not that terribly long, but there's some weird things. So uh, deleted scenes, uh, the uh, Aurora Australis at the beginning of the film got caught for some reason. Uh, the entire intro of the film in which it kind of just hands over the scenery uh the scene in which toto spanks lolo um this part of the kindergarten scene where uh basically the penguins are running on the block of ice uh when lolo and pepe try wait what okay this this is just really phrased weird because there's a scene in which when lolo and pepe are stranded on that sheet of ice uh when they come across the emperor penguins um and they Kind of just ignore them. Uh, the way Wikipedia has it listed as Lolo and Pepe try to get the attention of xenophobic penguins. <laughs> Which I think. <laughs> sure. Okay. I mean, it's not wrong. Um, Jack talking to three cage penguins. Lolo, Pepe, and Max slide down the banister. Uh, Lolo, Pepe, and Max swim for the first time. Uh, grand, uh, grandfather P- uh, Pigo getting shot. Uh, the scene where Toto fights the rifle but get shot and killed. Uh, three background penguins shot and killed, but the following scene was kept, and the dialogue of uh, Grandfather Peng- uh, uh, Pico basically says that he just died. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that, so... oh, actually, that was mainly the first dub, but then there's also apparently another dub, which has a whole lot more intro into things that are altered that I do not care about, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah a little bit more uh, unoffensive, I'd say. Um, also, also, apparently the German version is even more cut down, but yes. But yeah, um, yeah, I would say in that case, then it'd probably be like, a, oh, let's put this on so you can learn about penguins. Um, honestly, the only element I want to bring up, which is uh, I love, for some reason, the uh, animation of the gulls coming down to just swoop something. They, that shows up like four or five times. Just the... It's like the same gull coming down every single time, trying to get eggs or one of the penguins. Uh, sometimes unsuccessfully, sometimes very successfully. And I guess in that case, like, if you were to show a child the Russian version of this, it would be kind of scary. Like, what are they going to do with the eggs? Or what's happening to all the penguins? It's It's interesting, but in terms of, like, as a movie or as a movie series... It's fine. Like, I, I don't have any real complaints about it. Okay. Uh, what about you, Torpo? I don't know. I, I found the first two of the three kind of boring, actually. Uh, the first one especially, the, the educational bit just landed super flat for me. Uh, and I just, I, I could not get into it. And then the ice... So basically... The next one, everything leading up to the boat was kind of boring to me, but the boat itself was actually kind of interesting. And then the the big bit after that, the, the next one, was actually interesting to me. Because, like, shit actually happened, and shit was happening. Uh, and I, I actually had some fun with it. That said, I don't agree that the animation is good. Uh, I, I can feel the budget. I can definitely feel the budget, and also the I don't care for like the lineless style they go for. It's it works for the animals, is what I will say for now. It <laughs> yeah. works for the animals. Uh, it works for the animals, except for the one scene in which I believe Lolo and Pepe are standing next to each other. Uh, but due to the lineless style, uh, the white of their bellies are kind of right next to each other, so it looks like they've merged into one penguin. <laughs> it's true. You're right. I love how we're desperately trying to hold off till we get to that question. But it's also yeah. great because like, they reused a lot of uh, animations, like the the killer whale going in for the kill repeatedly. 
<laughs> the same bit over and over. Uh, and there's some really weird frames moving that really threw me off. I, 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 I know other people saw this, but it was like basically during certain, uh, certain bits like moving around and shit, they, they, it would be weirdly smooth, like too smooth. And I don't know what was going on with that. Yeah. The, yeah, I don't know what it was, but I don't know if it was like the transfer or something, but um, it, it may be the transfer. I don't know. But yeah, it just something about it just felt like it was like uh, it's like your parents just got a new new TV and they didn't turn uh, off that setting a yeah. little. Not not to that extent, but it, there was a little bit of smoothing in there. My parents yeah. never turned it off. And every time I'd go over and try to watch any kind of show, it's just I felt very uncomfortable. No, it's great because like the, the, there's a TV, a large TV in another part of this house that has that on all the time. So whenever I go out there, everything is smooth. Everybody glides, and it's just kind of like they're it's not so walking. Weird. I love everything being a soap opera. Uh, <laughs> uh, it just it I can't. Uh, yeah, only yep. two things film at 60 FPS, and that's soap operas and porn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, so I, I I thought it was I thought the latter half was okay, but the early stuff I feel fell really flat. Uh, all right. Uh, is there anything you particularly want to bring up that isn't already on the question list? <laughs> <laughs> that isn't the glowing, hold, the hold off the... on it. Hold off on it. <laughs> Damn, that shit got fucking brutal. Yeah. Right? Holy hell. Yeah. <laughs> Just I I can't overstate how completely like I'm not sh I watch horror movies all the time and I was shocked by this. Yeah, it was like, it was just like this tonal whiplash because like once again <laughs> the first one is like this this just kind of just normal like here's how penguins are let's talk about zoos a little bit too I guess I don't know hey killer whales they're dangerous don't fuck with them yeah, uh, yeah. the whole movie's got this again it's got this kind of early Disney kind of tone to it and then and just even, out of fucking yeah. nowhere so, just it's bloodbath yeah it's great because it's like there's a scene of a that leopard cell seal got et and it no, yeah. there was no blood uh then 98 percent into the movie it turns the watershed down yeah no that's the other thing too is like even the boat bit when they got captured by poachers there was like bloodless there was no real fighting there there's uh, it, there were other issues but no for the most part it was it was perfectly perfectly fine and then you get into like the last act of it all and there's like penguins being popped left and right <laughs> fucking falling down in the water blood coming up it pools ridiculous. of blood everywhere fucking it's unreal and you, like, no, but there's there's the one part where the three penguins get popped the first penguin you watch it get shot in the fucking heart yeah so where was any of this in the Adventures of Lolo video game? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> uh, it's weird. Don't fuck it's with Sickies. Is, is yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. There's that weird PC game that it's going to take a while to get to work. But anyway. Oh, no. Um, no, but uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. This movie was weird. Like, I was fascinated watching it just because I, I was... It's kind of like the same thing I went in for Little Nemo. It's like, I enjoy watching this because it's like, I like the production history behind it. Uh, same with this, um, where it's like, it's weird just seeing Soviet animated like things. You don't see that very often. Though granted, every time I've seen Soviet animation, it's a nightmare, but still. Um, yeah, it's just, I was going and watching that and it's like, it's okay. Like it, it, I kind of more in the vein of Torpo where I was kind of like, oh, okay, this is kind of standard fare for like the intro bit. And then the second act, there was like, oh, it's starting to get someone interesting. And then, yeah, the third act was just more, was much more interesting than the other two. Um, but yeah. All it took to reel me in was murder. <laughs> yes. If you just uh, killed a few penguins at the beginning, I'd be all in. Murder and a very cool dog. The dog um, was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, until it died. Yeah. Well, until that was everyone, the other dog everyone that's alive. not the penguins. There were two dogs. There were two dogs and one of them survived. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. he dog. helped with the murder. Yeah. <laughs> he helped kill maybe the, the other maybe people. Maybe the dog was the one who actually did the, 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 the scientist. The one who collapsed the ice shelf. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, let's go to our next question. So, 
Uh, Torpo, how do you feel about the setting and characters? I mean, the setting is... It's, well, at least initially, it's, ah, animals in animal life, yada yada. Uh, the setting was fine. Like, the setting worked for what it had to be, honestly. It wasn't new or super imaginative, but it wasn't trying to be. Uh, that said, the characters, I feel like Lolo failed upward. Constantly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, he constantly fucked up and got rewarded for it to the point where he became like the chief of the penguins because everyone else was dead. <laughs> I mean, literally, yeah, that was the case. But no, it's even better because the guy who's like, oh, yeah, you could be the chief. You're going to be chief. Don't worry. I'll help you with it. Well, then why don't you be the chief? Because uh, he was about to die. Yeah, he was old. Yeah, he, he was, was the like, grandfather. Yeah. Which is why he gave up being chief. Uh, but no, it's it's like throughout the entire film, Lolo gets rewarded for being trash. It's kind of impressive. Just always failing upwards. Because everything that happens is his fault. Everything. Yeah. From getting stuck on the ice, floating out to sea, to getting stuck on the boat, to getting off the boat and then being followed by the poachers, back to where all the penguins were. And yeah. getting all of them killed. <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, I see. Yep. But, uh, Maybe that was his plan all along. It, yeah, and then then Pepe was basically just an accessory to Lolo, honestly. <laughs> she yeah. was the girl, and that's about it. Uh, I did like Ship Dog. Ship Dog was pretty great, and it's a shame that Lolo murdered one of his few friends. Because <laughs> uh, Ship Dog actually was, was uh, sort of, uh, it starts off as like, ah, uh, kids shut up but actually ends up helping them escape uh which was super rad yeah uh, the dog had then, very uh i i just don't care anymore vibe yeah uh all the humans in the film fell into two categories which is i'm gonna catch those damn penguins and i'm gonna help those damn penguins pretty much the, the humans never really got any sort of uh, character outside of uh, poacher and scientist working in the Antarctic in the Arctic. Uh, so I just want to point out um, just a little bit of trivia because I was looking it up. Um, so the person, the voice actress who voiced um, Lolo in the Japanese version, a uh, one uh, Kazuko uh, Sugiyama. Uh, so. Uh, Voices apparently uh, Celebi in the Pokemon Forever. Um, also, uh, looking at anime, uh, not a nothing really super standout. Uh, the voice of the black and white bombers in a lot of the Bomberman games. Um, also, a weird thing they put in dubbing. Uh, the two things they have listed are Fiber, Fiber in Watership Down, and Snitter in the Plague Talks. <laughs> so there you go. Well, there you go. Yeah. He has a type. But also now I'm picturing Lolo just going, I did it! <laughs> <laughs> and I hate it. Um, but yeah, no, no. And the other dog was just kind of there to be the good boy helping scientists out. Yeah. Uh, the actual penguins of the village don't progress much beyond Lolo parents and other penguins and Elder, but none of that. Yeah. Uh, the focus is always on Lolo and Pepe and Lolo especially. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Stove, what about you? I mean, it's Antarctica. That the setting is it's Antarctica. There's a lot of snow. There's a lot of uh, icebergs and stuff. It's it's good for what it is. I mean, it's 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 snow place. That's pretty much it. Um, it doesn't need to be more than that. It works. <laughs> yeah. There's there's no reason for it to be any more than that. Um, I mean, I guess the ship too. Which okay, it's a ship. <laughs> there's nothing else to say for uh for there. Um, and yeah, pretty much what Torpo said, like Lolo being a little troublemaker who just becomes chief because everybody else is now gone. Um, and <laughs> like, he never seems to like, he, he learns things, but he doesn't necessarily grow. Um, you gotta love, of course, every penguin being blue or shades of blue, except for Pepe, who is pink. So you know that she's a girl. And honestly, like... Other than that, of course, none of the characters are really that memorable. Um, the only thing that I'm remembering from this, uh, we will probably get to in the next question. Yeah. 
Uh, Axe, what about you? I mean, I, I echo everybody else's sentiments about the setting. I mean, it's it's there. It it you can't do a whole lot with Antarctica hey, look, and a, not a spaceship. ship. Hey, there's a shit ton of ice. Yeah, here's there's the ice. ice. Here's ice. Here's some water. Here's the sky. There you go. That there's your setting. And but it it's it's fine because you don't really need a whole lot more. That's not really what we're supposed to be paying attention to. Um, it's kind of like with uh that one uh milo and otis where it was fields and forests and stuff and it didn't really matter because what was more important was the actual things going on with the characters uh and as far as the characters go yeah i mean the humans really fell into the, to the very basic category poacher helper that's about it uh they weren't very fleshed out which is you know maybe it's a commentary in and of itself <laughs> if we wanted to really dig deep into the analysis of this film uh, but um i mean yeah lolo basically just kind of screws up constantly but somehow manages to succeed despite him screwing up which is just, just weird um i don't know it's it's really hard to say much other than just like i don't feel like anybody really grew or there was no real development of any of the characters there it was I just mean, all kind of like Here's here's the thing that happens to them. Here's how they react to the thing that happens to them. Okay, next thing. I mean, one character did get development, and he's dead now. Yeah. Yep. That was his development. He was alive, and now he's fucking dead. I mean... Yeah. The the dog, basically, was the only character that got... The ship dog, I should say, was the only yeah. one that got any sort of real development. Everybody... And look at his reward. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, again, more commentary. Don't improve yourself. Don't change, or you'll get drowned by some asshole and his dog. You'll get tossed <laughs> in the sea, and it doesn't matter if you get into the water. You you will die of hypothermia anyway. Yeah. You'll die of exposure. Yeah, no, it's great. All the characters really just seem to sort of serve the purpose of moving the story along. And again, it everything felt, as I keep saying, like an early Disney film. You know, from the animation to the 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 voice acting to... Uh, not I wouldn't say the music. Disney films had a lot more music in them, and just uh, the characters themselves felt, felt very early, and, and that makes sense. This is this is an old movie, um, but uh, no, there's not a lot of depth to a lot of the stuff going on. Very basic, but I still enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean that's yeah. I mean that. Yep. That works. I guess. Uh, <laughs> don't mind me to that. Um, so yeah, uh, just yeah, it's it just kind of all the characters just feel like oh, it's like it's a kids movie, and all the characters feel like characters in kids movie. Oh, uh, yes, a really kids movie, like Charlotte's movie. Web. Yeah, I was I would say except less said, except no, actually, no, no. <laughs> um. So, there's one thing that we've all kind of avoided bringing up because we wanted to devote an entire segment to talking about it. As we mentioned, this uses a lineless animation style, uh, which, for animals, works fine. For humans, it doesn't. None at all. When I first saw the humans, I when the first human showed up on screen i literally yelled because <laughs> it's true <laughs> ah! uh so x how'd you feel about the humans what the fuck <laughs> like I, i'll admit at that point i kind of drifted my attention ever so slightly and i saw some like flat like bright colors brighter than the, the regular colors they were using just like you know, and I look over at this horrifying, just like the rest of everything's got is lineless, but they had to add detail to these dudes and they overdid it on the line detail on these humans. Like all the humans look like they came out of a completely different film. In fact, there is the scene where the one human picks both Lolo and Pepe up and you see how disparate the animation style is between the human and the two and the two penguins because they look very clean and this human just looks like this bizarro cutout 
that doesn't belong in this movie. And it's always they're always going in like a a close shot up of their faces, which makes it fucking worse. Oh god! Every shot they're fucking massive because it's from like Lolo and Pepe's point of view. Yeah, and they're it just it's so grotesque and they're just like ah, Tony Robbins hungry kind of just <laughs> horrifying. It's great because the first scene you see of human, you see the uh, the scientist just foot. Just the entire thing that's on the scene is Lolo standing up in just a boot. It's on the ground. And the next scene is just an extreme, like an almost extreme close-up of the scientist's face. It's horrifying. Uh, it's the best horrifying. part is he's one of the less terrible ones, too, because he has a beard. So there's yeah. less detail. Yeah, but the it, beard is still very detailed. And the yeah. lines on his face are just so fucking pronounced. It's great. It, and once again, it's important to note how horrifying the lineless style makes it all come together. In fact, for the YouTube version of this, Lolo, you got to put a screenshot in. You yeah. have to put it in. Well, unfortunately, Podbean doesn't work like that, but I, right. I, I can I can maybe put it as thumbnail. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I do have something that we could put in the... Oh, I guess Podbean. Yeah, there's, that, but... Well, there, there, I, 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 can, I can figure something well, out. Well, yeah, it's, but it's just... It's hard to convey through through audio how horrifying and how just dissonant these two styles are, and I, and it's because how uh, how deeply that these the the contrast that makes them so so scary. Well, they're not really scary, but they are scary. Imagine King Crimson except animated. Like the, the album cover, King Crimson. Oh, okay, because right. I didn't get that far into JoJo, so you lost me. Oh, for fuck's like, sake. No, yes, the guy from the cover of uh, the, Court of the, the Court of the Crimson King. Yes, yeah, that, that guy. Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, actually, yes. Now that I'm looking at it, yeah, actually, that is the guy from the cover of the Court of the Crimson King. Just with flat colors instead. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna That's have to resist opening huh? oh, no, up Asprite after this, but yes, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna do it. You know you are. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Stove. What are your thoughts? So like, the first time this, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lolo just posted the the picture and it came yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah! <laughs> The first time I saw the like scientist, I was like, you know what? Wow, that's a that's a real image you get you gave him there, huh? I was like, okay, well that's weird, that's horrifying, I guess. But I don't know, it's not the worst thing I've seen. And then we get to the ship where everybody looks horrifying, and I went, okay, yeah, no, this sucks. <laughs> this is real bad. <laughs> um, it 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 doesn't work. The animation style definitely does not work for the humans. Um, in particular, the last scene where you see a human just being like the the captain of the poaching ship, just looking at the camera going, and it is the most ridiculous shit you've ever seen. Just, yeah, no, the humans are, the humans are probably kind of important because you need to touch on poaching or whatever, but wow, they were not well represented in this movie. Nope. Not at all. Uh, Torpo, what about you? So yeah, I need to go a bit into the detail thing to help people really understand how excessively detailed this is. Because uh, especially when doing the close-ups, it is disturbing how much detail there is. Like, the cat where he goes, oh! uh, You see his nostrils flare, the creases in his face deepen, his eyes widen, and it's terrifying! <laughs> Just so much detail, and also occasionally there is some of that brain smoothing with people too and it makes it even creepier honestly uh and also i feel wrenching all of the faces are two-tone yeah they they have the main color and then the color of the sh the shading and that's it yeah because like now that i'm i'm remembering it it almost felt like the uh the humans had a different like shading on them yeah like like a layer over them that made them stand out way more than the penguins yeah, it's it's because of like the, the heavy shading because they don't have lines, but the shading ends up forming the lines. So you end up with like this dark, these dark creases in their face and everything. 
God, I hate it. I hate it. You guys, it, it, it just, it, 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 like, <laughs> after watching this, I was going to bed and I was actually afraid that I would see it in my dreams. <laughs> um, God, it looked bad. Like, it just looked bad. Um, but speaking of the animation of this, uh, I guess, uh, Torfo, uh, does this make you want to go and seek out any other Soviet animated films? Okay, so, uh, even if I didn't have experience with other Soviet, uh, animation, this sure would be terrifying to me regardless. But, like, knowing the hellscape that is Soviet animation, I would still be put off from Soviet animation. <laughs> like, this is probably some of the best it gets, if I'm gonna be honest with you. Because, uh, like, the actual animal scenes and all that are perfectly fine, as I said. Uh, the people are terrifying, though. People are absolutely terrifying, but... No. <laughs> yeah. Um... I will let them come to me. <laughs> and they will. All right, uh, Stove, what about you? Honestly, like, yeah, seeing the style just makes me kind of interested in seeing more. <laughs> like, how deep down the terrifying human rabbit hole can we get? That's my question. Um, yeah, honestly, I haven't seen many animated things like like uh, Adventures of Lolo, at least in the terms of, uh, well, as you said, the humans, but also just kind of the weird, lineless uh, art style that it has. So it makes me kind of interested to seek out more, um, not necessarily based on the quality of uh, the writing or the story, just wanting to see if the art gets better or if it gets worse or if the animation gets better or if it gets worse. So just kind of like a cultural thing, just wanting to see, okay, this is how they're doing animation here. Interesting, interesting. That's pretty much what I got. All right. What about you, Rex? Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I, I, I praised this as feeling very similar to early Disney kind of things because early Disney movies were actually fairly good. And I'd like to see, just like Stove, you know, does it? Are there better works? Are there? You know, I, I'm not interested in the worst works to be quite honest. I don't need to watch a shitty movie. We do that enough here already. <laughs> um, but um, I'd like to see, you know, not just other stuff like this but i'd also like to see how uh soviet or russian uh animation has evolved if it if it even has i don't know i'm not familiar with that particular territory's work and this actually makes me kind of want to look into it more all right um yeah like i I'm a huge animation buff. Like I love looking into weird like animation like this. And again, that is why I was kind of fascinated in this film. Uh, I'm doing some cursory looks at just like Soviet animation. And, you know, we say that it's like, Oh, it's like Soviet animation. Like it's one like monolithic thing. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just interesting seeing like something come from that place. But I just look and seeing, just do a cursory look of Soviet animation into uh, Google um, or Soviet era animation rather and you should and you get a whole lot of different styles like some matchy really good looking stuff um, so yeah uh, it, even if it's not this particular movie I do recommend that people go out and seek some of this stuff um, so yeah uh, speaking of learning things uh, so X, uh, do you think this actually, because it seems like in the intro that they were trying to have this as being like a lesson on actual penguins. Uh, do you think this actually serves as a good lesson about penguins? Uh, I mean, I guess I kind of learned a couple things about penguins, but it's definitely not good overall. I would not, I would not bring this up to somebody and say, hey, do you want to learn about penguins? You want to watch Adventures of Lolo the Penguin? No. Um, I did, I, I admit I did learn a couple things, but that's also because I don't really know anything about penguins other than they waddle and they were cute in Futurama. That's kind of it. So on one hand, yeah, it could teach you something new if you know nothing about penguins. On the other hand, this is not good educational material. Okay. Uh, what about you, Stuff? 
uh, I'd say probably the like first part of it is more educational than most of anything else on it. Um, giving you a good idea of the predators, or I guess that might have been in the second part too. I don't remember really. It all blurred together. Um, uh, yeah, just giving you a good idea of what the predators of a penguin might be, or you know, some person, some people might not know, or some children might not know that the male penguins are the ones that take care of the eggs, and the female penguins, you know, get tired after laying them and have to go uh, regain their energy. So yeah, I mean, there's some things to be learned here, but overall like not necessarily you know it's not there's there's not really much i'd say that it does well about teaching us about penguins but there's a few things that are good anyway okay uh, what about you torpo the first act is educational and i'll give it that <laughs> uh and the latter acts taught me that penguins are very bad at taking bullets Uh, the gun is the greatest predator of penguins (laughs) the gun is in fact not good (laughs) towards penguins at least you have a whole lot of other species that we have to look into turns out penguins (laughs) do have a weakness and it is the gun so far we know it is penguins uh, and people's faces are Mm -hmm. very very not I I told you that's a ketchup cannon that's fine yes that, that is true but uh, no, no, I do feel like actually the first act worked perfectly fine as is like an educational thing. Like it even didn't just teach about uh, penguins; it mentioned things about zoos and all that too, on top of penguins and what the predators are and all that. Uh, but then the second act on, they just turn it into their own story and take a lot of creative liberties with it. The second act is basically, oh, do you want to know about the plot of Elu- the beginning part of Illusion of Gaia? Well, here you go. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! But then after the bloodbath, they start to try to ease back in with like oh and now the penguins are going to be going away for this period of time and then they'll be back after they migrate it's like no 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 you don't get to kill off the penguins and then go back into your documentary shit this is after like the great penguin war where you see droves and droves of penguins running out to kick some poacher ass (laughs) now i'm just thinking about the parallels of this in the illusion of gaia (laughs) (laughs) then at this point i think we should probably get on the ranking this um okay so uh ranking this we have a one to 21 scale in which one is basically considered right now universal mastercraft basically there really isn't much you can do about it it's kind of a pinnacle of its well in general uh 21 don't even bother there is no like even redeeming factor at all so um x uh what would you give this? I mean, I'm going to be favorable towards this. I, like I said, I enjoyed it. I is as, even though it does definitely wear its budget on its sleeve, I thought it did very well for what, for what little it had going for it. And, you know, it, I thought it flowed together. All right. I'd be somewhere around like a nine or a 10 with this. Okay. Uh, stuff. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, uh, dislike it. Um, well, no, it was, it was fine. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't wasn't the, you know, worst thing I ever watched, but it's, it's on the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, of course it's on the, uh, fair side of, okay. So yeah, I would be good with 10 to 12, honestly. So I would put my, um, vote down towards 10. Okay. Torpo. See, I, I. It's me. I'm the dissenter here. <laughs> uh, I hate everything. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I hate everything. I, it just it fills me with disgust, and I can Especially feel the bile people. rising up. Just like, no. Um, I, I was... thought the first half was boring as shit. Second half was actually interesting. So I would say like a twelve or a thirteen. Okay. Uh so it was yeah. a twenty-one before all those penguins got shot. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Titanic, where most of the movie's shit until everybody starts falling and dying. It's really good, and then that one guy who pings off the fan is just yes. brings the movie up. About 10 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I was actually kind of expecting the skill a bit lower, but um, no, I, I I can definitely see that being kind of okay. So I mean, our range right here is nine to thirteen, which is very much in the middle. It it is literally two above and two below the median. Um or the middle, I guess medians different anyway. Um fine. And, who cares? 
yeah, it's I can see because let me look to see what we have so far in that range. Uh, ten right now we have wizardry, uh, in the uh residence list. Uh, nine the live action Street Fighter. Uh, nine is also the Area eighty eight OVA. Uh, eleven is where we have Little Nemo. Um, if I were to compare this to Little Nemo, though, I would probably. Yeah, actually, yeah, I would say that mm-hmm. this is probably on the level of Little Nemo, at least where we ranked it. Um, so yeah, I would say eleven actually is probably a good spot for it because that is literally directly in the middle. Exactly adequate, which is how I would describe it, actually. Yeah. All right. There we go. The Adventure of Lolo, the penguin, is at 11. Incredibly average. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Is there anything we want? To... I wonder if I should put a G for this for the content. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. yes. Actually, yes. Um, so, um, is there anything we want to specifically call out about music, charm, cinematography, uh, storytelling set slash theatrics, uh, action and art. Call out the lack of music. Do you have yeah. a um? Do you have a charm for like uniqueness in terms of art? Because I I feel like that would uh, kind of be apropos for this. I sh- distinct. I sh- should actually have a distinct art style. Um. Because at the very least, what you could say about the humans is that it is distinct. Like, you would, if I were to post a human from this, you would know, oh, fuck, that's from Adventures of Lolo, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, let me. S- I'm just trying to think how to represent that. Um... Why you do that? I actually did forget to bring this up as well. Um, for the lack of music, which is true, there was very little music. There was the scene where the penguins were in the ship and they were being chased around by the poachers. I thought the music that they played there was actually pretty good. That's that's on me, though. Yeah, I can see that. Um, hmm. Let's see. Um, let's... Uh, while I think of that, um... Yeah, I can't think of anything specifically for unique. Uh, let me just, I'll just put the palette in there. Uh, and I'll hopefully remember. Uh, but yeah, music. Uh, I, because I have a charm for off putting lack of music, so I can do that. Um, is there anything else anyone has that they'd like to point out? Not really. Nah. Nope. Okay, so I will put. Of putting lack of music for the sound. Uh, anything that we want to call out for yay or nay? Um, and that could be like because it's not short. Like the length is not. It's an hour and a, like an hour and fifteen to watch the entire thing. So it's not the, lo- the length isn't an issue. Um, there really isn't anything I could think of. Yeah, I honestly got nothing. I appreciate that it's short. To be honest. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, actually, the one thing I can think of is um, the pacing. Like, not the pacing, but in terms of the buildup of um, like getting it, like, it takes a while to get there uh, to kind of get because the first part can be kind of not as interesting as the later parts. So I think I do want to kind of put that out, uh, out there. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess if no one has anything else they'd like to add, uh, I guess that does it for the Adventures of Lola the Penguin. Um, yeah, it's 11. It's okay. So, uh, yeah, so before we finish this up, uh, X, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I stream on uh, twitch.tv slash Immortal, and on April 12th, my birthday, uh, all the way through the week. I'll be doing a series of streams to raise chari- money for uh, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Stove. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv or uh, twitter.com slash portablestove. Um, very recently, I actually did play the original Adventures of Lolo for longer than I ever have, 
And that game was pretty good. Um, I might be playing that to completion soonish. Huh. Neat. Just not other games. No. <laughs> yeah. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Torpa, what about you? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Torpotypist. Torpotypist on Twitter. Uh, and I would like to hold... I would like to, to plug... God. Uh, the hole in these ice caps left by this act of wanton violence. Can't believe you don't want to plug the holes in all of the penguins. Nah, I, I, plugging the holes won't solve the problem. Yeah, keep see, the spirits already escaped out the holes. They're, they're... <laughs> that is this true. Is the fucking worst. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, so uh, next up, we have on Media Delta uh, is finally the the break that uh, Stove is looking for. Hopefully, because I've never actually seen this movie. Hopefully, well, it's, it's funny good. because I, I it's funny because I won't actually be for, on that episode. So <laughs> the next one you'll be on it, the least according to this list is Labyrinth. So yeah, have fun. With fun. That. I heard this is yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, that is not what we're discussing next week. Next week, we are discussing the 1989 Batman movie, which I've never actually seen. So this is going to be good. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, just real quick, I have watched that recently. It's fine. But, you know, that's that's a, that's a topic for another day. That is a topic literally for next week. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess that'll do it. So thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Media Delta. If you would like to view the entire list of rankings for yourself, you can go to r3.ldp.life to see the residence and essence list that Media Delta covers, as well as the other lists that are covered by our sister show, RetroRank Rhapsody. If you'd like to watch RetroRank Rhapsody, you can watch it live on Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Saturdays at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash or you can view any of the episodes anytime at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like the help with hosting costs, you can go to patreon.ldp.life and help out with a $2 or $5 pledge. If you would like to discuss this episode in any other episode of our community, you can join our Discord server at discord.ldp.life. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can follow it at HazeltownStory, or you can follow me, your host, at LoloDePuzzlo. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back for a round for the next episode.